Hey, everybody. You've reached the Mayfair podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Gwen. And this is Josh. I have no concept of time or space anymore. Worse than normal. Or sound. No. Or sound. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. This is great. It's uh, March 31st, Corona year 2020. Last day of March. Woo. Yep. Last day of We've humanity, possibly. We don't know. <laughs> it's a Tuesday? Is it? Yeah, today Emily was like, it's Wednesday, right? And I was like, it is not Wednesday. And she was like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> and I was like, it's not Wednesday. And it's, she was like so sad. I'm still one of those crazy people that wears watches, but I always make sure to have a watch that has both the date and day of the week on it. Mm. Weird. That's yeah. important. And the year would be good too, maybe, sometimes. Oh, uh, that's too much. I watch a lot of Twilight Zone, so I feel like that, for me, that would be important. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, it's 2023 already? Like, yeah. was, <laughs> this really time flies here. I was saying the big thing is, back in the day when, I mean, TV is kind of still on a schedule, it always kind of blows my mind that that is still a thing. Yeah. But a few years back when it was like, oh, it's Sunday at 8 o'clock, we're watching Simpsons. Nice. We knew that. Everybody knew that. Yeah, yeah. That was my go-to as well. Now, even for people who have traditional cable television, likely the most of them are doing some kind of, what do you call it, TiVoing it or something. Yeah. So we've lost that. We're now, especially in this quarantine world we're in, every day Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, especially for us, like you and I in particular, I feel yes. like that's accurate. But mm-hmm. like, and also uh, Wonderful World of Disney, Sunday at... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. Not maybe it's Sunday at 6. Was it? Was it eight? Maybe that feels late for eight. For feels late. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. No. Was it? Can't be. It could have been. It must have been six. I guess. Must have been like the five o'clock news, and then yeah, wonderful world. Because I remember the, the six o'clock news always sucked because you'd be watching like Looney Tunes or whatever, and then you'd be like, oh, fun, fun, and then it's like, here's news, and as a kid, that was just devastating to me. Yeah. I thought it was raccoons at seven, Fraggle Rock at seven thirty, Disney at eight. See, now it's starting to... Maybe it was... Because that does sound right also, but then or I also feel be, like I, I wouldn't have been know. able to That could be, be up an hour. Maybe it was like... Because no, it was a two-hour show, right? Like, I'm pretty sure. No, it was yeah. a one-hour show one hour. because if it was a longer film, oh, right. they would just chop it in half. Yeah. So if they were playing hmm. Pinocchio, it was both a you know 90-minute film, so they would have all the ads in it as per normal, plus the introduction. Yeah. And then I think they wouldn't really cut anything, but it would be a 90, 80-minute movie over yeah. two-hour block over two weeks, Man. I believe. See, that might have been an, an older thing, because when I was a kid, I don't remember ever watching a movie in two parts. Yeah, that's when it was still on CBC, Yeah, it, was, it was The Wonderful World of Disney. It was mm-hmm. annoying, but cool. Like, I don't know. Like, so maybe maybe when I was a kid, it wasn't actually The Wonderful World of Disney. No, it like you it could have seeing... been just like the Sunday night movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you weren't seeing, were you seeing like introductions from Walt? I don't think it was from Walt, but it was from people at Disney. Okay. It was evil Michael Eisner. Oh yeah, Might he did been, a lot yeah. of them, for sure. Yeah. And then he was replaced by evil John Lasseter. So there was mm. a, there was a, a diminished, depending oh, on your thoughts on Walt Disney, it was a diminishing level of evil that introduced the movies over the decades. I thought we liked Lasseter. Was he bad? I don't know. He we... did. He, if you don't want to, just don't oh, look no. into it. He, he might be... He's a bad guy. Well, because like Eisner <laughs> really sucked. Also, as a businessman, I mean, and a human, I remember. Yeah, not that that's the point of all this, but yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I don't know who we don't like anymore, or who. Plus, like Disney is just Disney to me now. It's just like a thing. So I, I've, yeah, I've, yeah, it's not. I've a had person. a very up and down relationship with Disney. 
they own everything I love, I have to like them. It's such a weird timeline because, like, when I was a kid, like, it was the thing. And then I, they got to that point, like, where Eisner was putting out those direct-to-video sequels to classic stuff, and they were just terrible. And then they they almost went bankrupt or, or something to that effect. And then it just had a weird, just like Marvel, kind of. Like, it just had oh, this yeah. weird, it was amazing, then it really tanked, and then it's the biggest thing in the world again. I don't know. But when I was a kid, they did a bunch of movies I really love, but if you look at the box office take, which you shouldn't. I wish we lived in a world where no one knew anything about box office. Yeah, well. The Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company, The Black Cauldron, Tron, all these movies almost sunk them. I think they were just making money off of theme parks essentially back then. Which is funny because those movies now were like, oh, those that's so cool. Oh, like, yeah. It's it just, especially like stuff that was like kind of like, not maybe not too scary, but a little like too advanced for, for children. Yeah, you know, but geez, even the original Star Wars, though, as a dude getting his arm cut off and like. Well, that's the big thing, too, is <laughs> I remember controversy. I was a little kid, but I remember reading something about it and I could be wrong, but I think it was the movie Down and Out in Beverly Hills. And it was the first R rated. What was it? Not Touchstone. Hollywood Pictures, maybe. But it was another branch of Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some people employed at Disney were freaking out because they were like, this isn't Walt's vision. Down and Out of Beverly Hills is a. If it's not R-rated, it's 14, but it has swearing yeah. and kind of an anti-hero in it. It's about a bunch of, you know, bad people in Hollywood. And <laughs> so it's about Hollywood. <laughs> then they even got mad at Roger Rabbit. Other thing, Anything that wasn't just G-rated family friendly. Mm-hmm. So they've already gone through that kind of stockholders being mad about that. But now stockholders must be like, wait, what? We own Punisher and Deadpool? You walk into the Disney store back when you still could. That was my first blowing of mind was that there was a Deadpool shirt in the Disney store where like you look to your left and it's a Pocahontas doll and you look to your right and it's a Lilo and Stitch doll. Yeah. And then there was a Deadpool shirt. And I'm like, wow, that's that's weird. Yeah, and and, mm-hmm. and that's funny too, all the people that are like, Oh well now is is Deadpool gonna be PG now that these with Disney and all this stuff yeah. like that. And well it's the same with when they bought Star Wars and, and even Marvel. We're yeah. just like and honestly I was the same way. When they bought Star Wars, I was just like, Oh great, are we just gonna get like <laughs> having lived through the prequels, I don't know how I thought it could get worse, but it's well, like, that's are we one gonna thing get that Disneyfied stuff. Disney clearly leaves people alone because mm-hmm. I wish they made more, but the Muppet films, everyone involved was like, yep, they let us do what we want to do. Yeah. Pixar said that over the years. Star Wars, Lucasfilm said that over the years. So for a big evil corporation, they have good relationships with the people that they own. Yeah, and they get good talent. Like, that's the amazing thing. Oh, God, it's just, yeah. like That's the hardest thing, especially when you're looking at other studios or the DC stuff for the longest time and kind of maybe still now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> And I, I, it's hard for me to praise Disney, uh, apart from the fact that they own everything, so it's hard not to praise them. But just to, to be able to pick, to handpick talent and trust them with big budgets and major, like, I don't even know. I was talking the other day to, to my wife about, like, just John Favreau's career. Like, what? Oh yeah. Like, watching mm-hmm. Swingers, watching, like, Made, and you're like, okay, where, where is he going to go after this? It, it, like, what niche is he carving out? And now he's, like, one of the most powerful people in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. Like, what happened? Like, that's just crazy. And his movies... And you could see this because he did Elf, which was a fantasy, but not, Mm -hmm. you know, some special effects and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then Zathura, which I think was kind of a flop, but showed what he could do. Yeah. And then everyone forgets this, including myself, but Iron Man was risky. Iron Man Mm. was not this sure thing that, say, 99% sure a Harry Potter would be or a Star Wars would be. Yeah. Iron Man was starring a guy who just got out of jail (laughs) from the director of swingers <laughs> yeah. and yeah. from what at the time was kind of a fourth tier marvel character 
Because if you think Marvel, it was Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, and then Avengers below that. The yeah. Avengers weren't the cool kids. No. So The Avengers did, were the leftover ones that nobody wanted to purchase the rights from them. That's, wait a minute. Isn't that Alpha Flight? Well, Alpha Flight's like, I don't know, eight <laughs> yeah. tier. Where's our Alpha Flight movie, though? I mean, come oh, on. Oh, that's got to be coming. As, oh. as a Canadian, I'm offended that we don't yet have Alpha <laughs> Flight. Well, it's like, this is spoilery, but I can't imagine anyone doesn't know this now. But a few years back, I, I remember having this same conversation and saying, we might live in a world where there's a Howard the Duck movie one day. And then he shows up at the end of Guardians, and I my heart exploded. Yeah. And even though that's a tiny little thing he's in, we're going to live in a world where, I mean, we already have... Inhumans coming up, and I'm not going to be surprised. Is the new Inhumans connected to the TV show? No, that. Oh, so no Anson Mount? No, none of the TV is canon. Oh, right. Mm. So, which is weird because we had Peggy Carter in yes Captain America, and then we had Peggy Carter that show was so good too. Oh, I loved it so much. You just think of it as a multiverse kind of thing where there's people who look the same but are different. So, yeah, the Netflix Marvel stuff, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Peggy Carter, none of that is canon with the, the Kevin Feige-verse, especially oh, now that so they're weird. tiptoeing into television. That's yeah. strange. Like, Agent Carter should be. Like, there's no reason it wouldn't There's be, no reason you know it can't I mean? be, like, yeah. It, it makes sense that it is. I don't, I don't see why they would just not. They could like, come out and say everything except for Peggy Carter is... Yeah, counts. Well, it could make sense because it did have like uh, like Howard Stark was on it, and uh, or, or the father. That's, I think that's yeah. Howard yeah. Stark. Yeah, so yeah. like it had characters from the movie. Like I don't know that that bugs me that they would be like because it was just so good. Like well, I, it's I, weird now, but I I don't think canon doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything because <laughs> it means something to us. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> like Batman, right? Batman 66 is not canon with Batman 89, is mm. not canon with the animated series. Be. It really should but be. But they're all cool. Remember yeah. that time that I was battling Louis the Lilac? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes, yeah, stop talking about it. There's a great Grant Morrison comic where it basically is, it all counts. And it shows that how in 20 years, with a little bit of fudging, all of that can be in there. Yeah. And it could be him fighting goofy characters, him going through a dark phase, him doing Robin stuff. Like, yeah. it all can fit. And I love that. But it's like, yeah, canon just means this timeline counts. But I'm such a multiverse nerd. I love multiverse <laughs> you stuff. You try to make everything into a multiverse. Oh, I love the multiverse. Like, Maybe it was just a multiverse. You're like, yeah. it's not a multiverse, Josh. <laughs> it is. It's a multiverse. <laughs> it's still there. It's just another planet of the multiverse in Marvel. Yeah. You know? Especially now that they got the Spider-Verse stuff. And this new Doctor Strange movie, hopefully from Sam Raimi, is going to have... I mean, it has multiverse in the title. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. You can have that one. It does mention multiverse, so that one's probably fine. Yeah, it's still it's still there. It's, I've been through multiple canons in my Star Wars life because at one point in time when I was a kid, the Marvel comics were considered canon. Yeah. And now they're not. Or the Dark Horse comics and the novels were considered canon. Now they're not. So this is kind of my third canon for yeah. Star Wars already. And then in 25 years, when there's a crazy turn of events... And Disney flops and Warner Brothers buys Star Wars and does a movie with old Ray. Man. Maybe they'll say, yeah, all these books out right now aren't canon again. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. The whole, all this is weird. And side note, I don't know how I remembered this from like 10 minutes ago, but Howard the Duck would be a perfect Disney Plus show. Oh, God. Like if they yeah. did like a six part Howard the Duck thing where he's, I don't know what he's doing. He's getting into shenanigans. Yeah. Whatever he does. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah, that, yeah, that's your pitch. Whacking people up and stuff. I don't know what he does. But still, uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, it was like, how, how perfect would that be? They're looking for content. You know, you could do that pretty cheaply, I imagine. And you can get 
Seth Green to be in it again. Why not? I mean, uh, what's just go doing? super low budget and have Seth Green in a duck costume? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, you don't have to CGI it. Like, no. it's almost funnier if you no, don't. No, no. Uh, how much could that costume possibly be? They must have an extra duck costume God, around the, there. The costume back in the 80s is actually probably cost more than doing a CG Howard would be now. Yeah. Knowing how much all that mm-hmm. stuff cost back in the day. But now it's maybe it's cheap now. You just get like a little, like a mask, you know? <laughs> it's like, you know, I think this could be good. Am I the only one? excited about this show that i made up in my head just now it's you in the disney pitch room it's it's hard you know like we're all just looking for more content we've all run out of content this is what i keep hearing these days people are like well i finished netflix haha and i'm like i don't believe you if you've run out of content <laughs> there is oh my so god much. you're the two people who are the best to like get going on something like this because yeah, i know you know the- how drowning it is out there like there's you- so much we are two seasons behind on everything yeah, yeah. everything i would say like, like everything. Is, I don't know how you guys do what you already do, let alone all the other stuff you can't do. I also have an app that keeps track mm. of what episodes we have watched. Well, well, I mean, I keep track of it, but it <laughs> lets me know when stuff comes out. And I don't understand their business model, but the fine folks at Shout Factory, who produce the only Blu-rays that nerds need to buy anymore mm-hmm. are these Shout Factory ones. They have a channel, completely above board, not stealing, not torrenting, and it just has a hundred mystery science theater movies on it. No commercials. And I'm like, I don't understand your business model here. Like you could at least, mystery science theater has built in commercial breaks. So you could put in commercials for other Mm. DVDs. But anyhow, Mm. there's, you can't, anyone who says they've run out of stuff, you're not trying very hard because there's a ton of stuff out there. I'll never catch up. And, you know, read a book. Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Sometimes I, I, I hit this weird, like, where I'm like, I, sh- I should watch a movie. I'm like, well, maybe I should read a book. I don't really read a book that often. I'm like, yeah, but I have so many things to catch up on. <laughs> I have so many books to catch up on, too. And, like, comic, real mm-hmm. book, you know, all the all the books. It can oh, yeah. be very daunting. Yeah. it's Just the amount much. of content that there is. Yeah. yeah. We don't have enough time. And now that all we have is time, there's still not enough time. Well, that's a know. good segue because I thought I was going to have all this time the last couple of weeks. And I was really looking forward to playing a couple of Sonic the Hedgehog Wii games that I got at a flea market for cheap. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about video games yet. I haven't played thing. any video games because I've been so busy with the Mayfair fundraiser donation buy a seat thing. Yeah. The update since last week is we ain't got no more seats. Okay. We, we're, we're, we're done. And the Sonic update? What's the Sonic, Sonic? update? Haven't touched yet. Okay. Been too yeah. busy. That's still good. But, good update. So, yeah. In something that I really thought was going to be sell off a couple seats, make yeah. a couple bucks. We are now sold out of seats. We have mm-hmm. all the seats have a name tag on them, which has led us to contemplate what else we could slap a name tag on. We've joked that we don't want this to look like a NASCAR in here. Yeah. But wheels are in motion, whether it be, say, the projector or the popcorn machine, or people have already put dibs on the urinals. So stuff like that. So we'll have more news on that coming soon. But it's really been something. We've had seats taken by people as far away as Nunavut, Vancouver, London, England. The closest seat, I think, went to Black Squirrel Books, who bought a seat. <laughs> so I mean, across London, the Ontario would have been impressive, but London, England. London, England. Mm-hmm. Man, the real London. I want to call it UK, but it's not the UK anymore. Uh, I don't know what uh, they call it. You know what? No, I'm calling it that. Just I'm keep not calling it UK? That. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's their fault, all right? You know, I'm, still, I'm not giving that up. And crazy stories, sad, happy stories of people buying seats for people who have passed away, grandparents or parents or friends. Aww. Funny stuff, like a seat bought by a girlfriend who... The boyfriend and her, this is their first kind of mutual thing. So their name on a seat is his birthday present. Oh, wow. I, I hope they last because... Yeah. I, well, I <laughs> joked with her. I replied and I said, yeah. I said, she says, the Mayfair will now forever be our first mutual thing. And I said, well, Gwen and I, our first mutual thing was when Crispin Glover 
who has a fantastic memory where Gwen met him on night one of his visit and then she couldn't be here on the other night because she was working or something. I came up to chat with him and he was just so nice and chatting and asked and said, oh, is Gwen here this evening? And I said, oh, no, she's working, can be here. And I said, can you autograph my copy of Willard? And he wrote, thanks so much for having me. Thanks to you and Gwen. Hope to see you again soon. He wrote this like paragraph on it. And so then we were very early in dating then. It was, it, yeah, that might've been within like the first six months. It might've been within the first six weeks. Like it was, it was early. Dude, yeah. You were competing with Crispin Glover of yeah. all people. It's like, and so man. I got to, on the next time I saw her, cause we didn't live together yet or anything. I got to be like, well, Crispin Glover just took our relationship to the next level. <laughs> yep. So Crispin has to come back sooner or later. And I tell him that story, but so yeah, all these lovely stories. Someone bought one for their dog. Someone bought one for their capybara. A friend of ours who jokingly has a capybara. I don't know what that is. It's like a big rodent. Capybara. Like, oh, they're cute. They the have a little stuffed animal. The first time you said it, I thought I could figure it out in my brain. And then I was like, you said it a second time. I was like, is he trying to say Yogi Bera? Like, I don't <laughs> know. Where- you look up, they're just like big. They're not okay. Uh, for those on the podcast that can't see Josh yeah, right now, holding my arm straight out. <laughs> he's doing like the, the fish out. story. Are, it was yeah, that yeah, big. Yeah. So capybaras are not that big. Okay. They are a large rodent. I believe they're rodents. Yeah, his, so. He was making it seem like it was like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. No, no, no. They're like rhinos. No, no, no. They're, He's still doing <laughs> it. They're like large cat size. Okay. Possibly. No, they're bigger, no, they're bigger than that. big cat. They're like big raccoons. Okay. Yeah. Which can get yeah. pretty, pretty Yeah, big. they can be pretty big. They so don't have the little hands, though. his version was like five times bigger than I thought they were like big pigs. No, you can still That's like big. pick them up and stuff. We'll never know. You? <laughs> to the internet. Oh man, and I've seen a big cat. I've seen a cat as big as that bench, basically. Well, not. It was a little, but it was like one of the. A I don't know what they were feeding it. Or a, a raccoon. Straight up a cat. Ooh. It was the only time I ever saw it. it was my friend's cat. I believe it passed, and I'm not shocked. But it was a dog, basically. Like wow. it was the size of a dog. I've, I it freaked me. I was like, I didn't want to judge, you know. I'm like, <laughs> what are you feeding this well, cat? Well, I've. I have a friend who has a couple of Maine Coons, and the first time I met those cats, I was just like, that's that's a small dog. Yeah. Or a medium-sized dog, really. Because, like, Maine Coons are big, yeah. and they're not even the biggest of cats. There's, no. like, a Norwegian wood something or other mm. that grows. Good song, good cats. Yeah. You know, like, no, it's weird to me. I, I, can't, I don't like the idea of a cat I can't pick up, because that cat yeah. could probably overpower me, just saying. Probably. It could smother you in your sleep. It might. It might try. Although all my cats could do that now, I suppose. I'm not that tough. <laughs> a- any more updates on new kitty? Oh yeah, that's I don't even I don't even think this. I, I come in with ideas and then I forget them instantly. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, so we might be getting a third cat on Thursday, which will mean nothing to I don't know in two days. You can still uh, do that during Corona that's time. The thi- well, because vets are essential service. Oh, so well, not that this is a vet; it's a shelter, right. which I guess is essential. I don't know. Yeah, because that's. That's the thing. Like, so you have to make an appointment to go and like meet the cats. You can't just like walk in and be like, "Show me yeah. the cats." And so I don't know what the vibe is going to be like. Like, if they're going to have masks, like not the cats, they probably won't, but like the people. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. But but this cat looks like well. So like my black kitty passed away like almost a year ago, and and I like I love having a black cat. Like as a horror fan, and plus they mm-hmm. just look cool. Like I, I just I don't know. I love black cats. And so we always wanted to get a, a, another a third cat again, and it's just gone back and forth. And I try to think about it, and then she's brought it up, and then I'll get excited, and then she'll back down again, and I'm like, well, you brought it up, now you get me all excited. <laughs> and so there's a the shelter like an uh, hour and a half away that she that I, I guess my mother in law helps out a lot and whatever and so we're aware of them and and so my wife 
was checking all the posts. And so like two nights ago, she was like, uh, you know, maybe it's time that we get a third cat. And I'm like, don't, don't plant the seed. Yeah. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> and as on a lyric, I checked that site and we want a black cat under five years, but not a kitten, you know, and like a little p- white patch would be nice because my other cats have had a white patch. It's kind of cool. And then there was only one cat that fell under that description and it looks exactly like amalgamation of my other two cats or like the one that passed and the one that I still have, which weirded me out. I'm like, oh my God, I got to have this cat. And plus he has the same name as my D-bag next door neighbor, which is just funny to me as a little side note, little mm-hmm. bow in that. And so, yeah, we're going to meet him and I don't know, he's nine months, like, which is like a, a bit, yeah, a little younger than we were thinking. And even she was like, well, I thought we'd get maybe like two, three, five years. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not opposed to that but i'm not going i'm just going by you know feel you know yeah and what's available yeah and that's and i'm and like i'm like you can't back out now because you're the one who keeps bringing this up so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna go out there in a couple of days and meet a cat maybe look at other cats so we'll see how that maybe goes. you'll come home with a ginger cat we'll see that's funny you should say that because that's the backup it's like oh. we've always we like having a black cat but we've always wanted a ginger cat i've, I've never had one but i've heard that they can be temperamental uh, what cat can't i suppose but we have a, a tortoise uh, shell cat who is for sure temperamental i totally thought you were just gonna say and we have a tortoise no so... that's not, i don't know i couldn't that's uh, not fun for me i couldn't do that but we're looking to get a yogi berra or whatever that thing was you were saying <laughs> <laughs> a big a chinchera yogi berra yeah it's, so. it's a full anthropomorphized bear with a hat <laughs> yeah that's... it's just a person in a costume i would do it i would do any of these things but uh, <laughs> number one is we'll probably get a cat before all that other crazy stuff uh-huh. so you know i'm going back and forth on it but it's just like we're quarantined so what I don't know. What else are you going to do? do? I think that's kind of what spurned this is that she was just like, well, if we're just at home, we might as well just have another cat. You'll be able to introduce them slowly and stuff because you're home with them all the time. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking. And so it's like the one cat, the female tortoiseshell cat is just not great with people and cats and whatever. Like, I mean, she's still terrified of me. So she'll be weird about any cat no matter what happens. But the other, I'm, I'm hoping my cat will snuggle because he used to snuggle with his brother and it was super cute. And yeah. So, I'm, I, you know, we'll see. I, I don't want to hurt his feelings either and just be like you know here's the new model you know we're done with you <laughs> but you know so we'll see how that goes that's that's the excitement in, in my life right now that and watching just lots of movies today is i'll break my streak for the most movies in a month i've been keeping track the last two years mm-hmm. and so uh, 44 was the previous record and i should be able to watch 45 tonight oh a lot of stuff so are you at 43 right now and you're going to uh, watch two? I think that's what it is. No, I'm at, I think I'm at 42 and then I've scoped out, you know, three for the rest of the day. And I started yeah. watching uh, Jack Nicholson films, like his filmography. I uh, just started last night with his first movie, The Crybaby Killer, 1958. Corman, his first like of six Corman movies. Not great. No. <laughs> it was, it kind of sucked. It was just like Nicholson loses girlfriend to local gangster. He confronts gangster with a gun. He holds up in a place with a mother and her child and some guy while the police are outside. That's the whole movie. And then then they just get him at the end. He doesn't die. No one dies. And that's the movie. And I was like, well, this sucked. Like, (laughs) it's Nicholson. Like, I don't know. I guess that's a curio. The only interesting thing about it is that there's a director's cut that's 15 minutes longer that's never come out. Apparently, it got a VHS release that nobody can get. But it's just not out there. I'm like... Jack Nicholson's film debut, Roger Corman, 15 minutes missing. Nobody's put out a Blu-ray or a DVD of this. Yeah, that's weird. It's just Well, that era, people, you might forget because you think, oh, wow, Jack Nicholson in a classic, and it's black and white, which means it must be good. But nobody was trying really hard on those Mm -mm. movies. Like, those movies were like... I can attest to that. We have a minimal amount of budget. We have a leftover 
Western set or yeah. biker set or school set. They were real, like, B pictures. They yeah. were just to fill driving screens. Yeah, and that was his first film or TV appearance because his first TV was 61. This was 58. So, I mean, Corman saw him on stage. Like, he was doing, oh, yeah. like, plays, <laughs> and he poached him, and that's the thing. So you just got cheap talent. You got lucky by finding that guy, I guess, but even Nicholson couldn't save it. But it was one of the, it was a Josh special. It was an hour long. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you really didn't think maybe an extra 15 minutes might have spruced <laughs> that up a bit? Maybe it was all just silence, though. Long it pauses. Should have been. Like, the movie felt <laughs> like it was three hours, so oh. I don't know. See, those movies are perfect for <laughs> Mystery Science Theater because Mystery Science Theater is... 90 minutes, yeah. shown initially over two-hour blocks. And if you take an hour-long movie, shove it into Mystery Science Theater, you can have all the introduction pieces and everything mm -hmm. like that, show a short in front of it of teaching kids how to cross the street or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, those old ones, That's and that's the best way to watch them because... For me, anyhow, because mm -hmm. they're they're kind of a slog without. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the most part, I without mean, like, somebody screaming through the silent pauses. It's Oof. the only way I'm going to watch. It's, you know, unfair of me, but it's the only way I'm going to watch Batman versus Superman because I supported a Rift Tracks Kickstarter, God, a couple of years ago now, and one of the rewards was a commentary track on Batman Superman. Man. And it's, it's got the Rift Track guys and I think Paul F. Tompkins on it. So that's how I will eventually watch that movie is really not giving it a fair shot and just going straight into professional comedians making fun of it for two and a half hours or however long the movie it, is. It's not, it's not great. No. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's not as bad as people say, but that's because I, I guess I've just seen a lot of crap. So yeah. <laughs> I've seen the crybaby killer, so I know yeah. what a bad movie is. But, but I, do, I do like that about like, yeah, when you're watching that specific, like I guess up until the mid-60s maybe, where most of them are like an hour yeah. An hour and ten, maybe you know, and then, and then you just hit, especially with Nicholson's career, you know, and you hit the like two, two and a half, three, and you're like, oh god, I don't have time to watch Reds tonight. Come on, <laughs> so yeah, it's been interesting, and I also found out I realized Nicholson, I had never thought about it before until I looked at his filmography, and I was like, I think Nicholson might be one of my favorite actors in terms of like filmography, like strength of filmography, and just like he just has something to him. Like even in those shitty '60s movies, he's like he's got this charisma. And then I, I, my realization of that was the same time as my wife realized she hates Jack Nicholson. Uh -huh. He was like, I find him. We watched Witches of Eastwick. That's what kicked this all off. And she was because, oh, my God, I, I wanted to watch that anyways. And then she was like, oh, I, I bet you get that line in The Craft now where they mentioned that. And I was like, I've not seen The Craft. So she made me watch The Craft for the first time. <laughs> so we did a double bill of Witches of Eastwick and The Craft. Mm -hmm. That was a nice, um, <laughs> but she was just like, I just find Nicholson like smarmy and creepy and like, uns and in that, in Witches of Eastwick, like, yeah, I mean, for sure, but I get it, you know, and I'm just like, especially from a woman's perspective, I, I could totally see him being like smarmy and creepy and like, you know, but he's just like, there's just something, even in those, yeah, those early movies, he's just got this, this, there's something to him. Like he's got that movie star charm, I guess. I don't know what you want to say. So Jack Nicholson, you know? What do you know? <laughs> In conclusion, Jack what's, Nicholson. What's your favorite Jack Nicholson movie? <laughs> Batman, of course. I knew it. I knew you were going to say Batman. Oh, Batman. Uh, okay, let's recommend stuff that we wouldn't normally recommend because we run a movie theater. That's true. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about it today. I love this cartoon that I stumbled on on Disney Plus called Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Oh, I've heard of this. It shows that Disney's really doing some cool stuff in the past few years of actually supporting real creativity and kind of modern characters and yeah it's a good show and i think it's about four seasons long i'm three seasons into it so if you're looking for something new that's kid friendly and awesome and that's my recommendation
now that you have to wait another year for the new Star Wars, or I mean, sorry, Ghostbusters. The other new thing everything, you love. new everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe everything Star got Wars pushed too. back. Yeah, yeah. Not to bring it down, I didn't just you know. Black uh, Widow got pushed back. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. I'm now I'm trying I'm trying to keep upbeat like Josh was. I'm thinking. Okay, of so thing. recommend something that isn't a May- Mayfair movie. Yeah. Oh a, well, I mean, talk for like a minute so I can look at this list. Of, uh, <laughs> I have been a lifelong fan. I mean, a 15 year fan of Supernatural, and You're only the 15? last season, yeah, 15 <laughs> seasons. Yeah, I got on board in season two. Hmm. So yeah, it's been 14 years for me. Wait, and, of Supernatural? Huh? Did you say Supernatural? Yes. Oh man, Supernatural. That is a long running show. Yeah, very long. It was originally supposed to be five seasons. And then it got continued. <laughs> but haven't you and every Supernatural fan said it's just downhill after those oh, five seasons? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it got real rough there for a little while, and then it got better, and then it got rough again, but it's on the upswing again. But they had to suspend filming, so they, oh, you know, God. we don't have an end date anymore. Oh, so snap. I'm like, oh, so somebody didn't want the Winchesters to end. Of the 15th season? It's the yeah. 15th now? Okay. 15th. Or they're halfway through, I guess. Maybe they'll just come back with like a TV movie or something. Yeah. To um, oh man, did, I don't know. Uh, did they do like chunk seasons, or are they just releasing it? Like none of fifteen has come out at all. Is no, I th- well, or? no, I think they're in season fifteen right now. I don't remember. They do weird things now, like like my wife's watching Vikings, and I guess like the final season is done, but they've only put out half of it so far. And it's, they, it's oh, twenty episodes, weird. so they put out ten, and then the other ten are coming out. Who knows? And I, like that stuff like that just drives me nuts. Like I get it, but it all, it's also just like, it, it was like uh, when Walking Dead started doing that, like when I used to watch that and I, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh my God, these artificial three month breaks are killing me. Yeah. Like you just yeah. lose the story entirely. You don't yeah, care. no, Supernatural is still kind of on a network schedule, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So they're about halfway through the 15th season right now airing it, but they haven't filmed the last episodes and stuff. So they don't have the last episode. <laughs> so nobody knows the ending. So nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Kripke does, but yeah. Officer Kripke. So no Eric Kripke, who's oh, one of the producers. That's weird because I, I grew up with a kid named Eric Krupke. Whoa. Yeah, off by one letter. I wonder what happened to that guy. He gave me a VHS taped copy of The Thing. That was the first time I ever saw The Thing Oh, on, on the school bus in like grade whatever. Fun fun. Grade fact. too young? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a good movie to recommend. Um <laughs> But uh, let's see. I watched Birds of Prey. It was very good. Yeah. Somehow. I was very I really surprised liked it. Yeah. by that. And I uh, also, oh, I watched, I watched the the Predator series. I'd oh, never, yeah. I'd only mm-hmm. seen the first one. That was the only one I ever saw. And so I've now seen them all. Predator 2 is the worst one, I would say, which is not to say it's bad, but just compared, I, I liked it the least. But it has some really cool stuff. You That's know? so funny. It's my favorite, but I saw it when I was like 10. So that might have skewed. Yeah, you know, kids are dumb. That's so. the thing. I saw, it, I saw it when I was 37 last yeah, yeah, week, yeah. and so I'm like, uh, "Well, I'm still 37." But the point is, yeah, it was just. I mean, it's, it could have been so much better. I guess is the thing because, like, a predator in the city is such a cool concept, and that poster, you know, oh, yeah. is iconic. But anyways, and uh, Predators, pr- pretty good. Mm-hmm. A, a, a cool premise, I thought. That was pretty good. And I, I know some people are like, Adrian Brody, oh, action star. Yeah, okay. But I'm like, oh, he's, he was fine, whatever. It's, mm. he's, he's okay. But the, the new one, that was the big revelation for me. I loved it. Like, The Predator, it got all these awful reviews and everyone was just like jerks about it. And I was like, what? it was so fun. I don't know. Like, Josh and I have this conversation all the time where it's like, are we broken? Like, I think, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, I hear people tear apart the Picard show, oh, and man. I'm just like, I'm evidently just very easily entertained <laughs> because a movie has to be, I guess, real 
extra levels of bad for me to actually like i think i see a bad movie and i'm like eh, three stars yeah, you know because yeah. yeah. i'm like ah, everyone tried they're doing their best <laughs> yeah <laughs> no the, the picard one especially like it's like not every episode is 10 out of 10 but i didn't there wasn't a bad episode no nope. and and like seeing Riker, like that Riker episode was oh. just i almost cried like, oh, i cried <laughs> and i never really watched the old shows all that much but just they were just so good and they were just killing it and uh and also it's, it's jad vash is really fun to say yeah and like straight <laughs> up if no one's ever seen Picard, it makes no sense. But my wife and I often will bring up Jad Vash because it's just. Like, I think this stuff is just damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, yeah, I'm thinking Last Jedi. I'm thinking Twin Peaks season three. Yeah. I'm thinking Picard. It's like if you come out and you're exactly the same, people go, "Oh, you're just doing the same thing. You're not even trying." And if you come out and you real swing for the fences and do just change everything and really change the character, then people are like, "No, I don't like these changes." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. They're tough. Like, it's tough to do something decades later and still appeal to your fan base. Yeah. It seems more and more it's people who aren't super fans are like, yeah, I really like that. For sure. Well, and it was cool that he was able to swear also, which probably upset a lot of people. So much swearing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I get that that might be jarring for people who watched the, you know, basically family show. Yeah. But it was cool. Like, and and he was killing it. I I did think the end was a little, like... A little too neatly wrapped up, like the last. No spoilies. No spoilies. No, no, no. It's no, and but just like you know, I mean, it's it's not. It's hard when you're trying to do a full length. I think they weren't sure that there was going to be a series. Right. I think at one point they thought this could just be a mini series. Yeah, and 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 I was wondering that as well. And then Sir Patrick said. Sure, I'll do it again. And they were like, ka-ching. Have they, has mm-hmm. it been renewed? Yeah, they're doing season two. I thought it so. got renewed, early. I think, before the first episode aired, didn't or, it? Or like right after, at the very least. Yeah. it was early. Yeah, like, yeah it was like, very Because like complaints aside, Trekkies are just going to watch it. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. And CBS All Access in the States, this trick of producing new Star Trek has totally worked for them. Like they're getting bonkers ratings yeah. on Discovery and and Twilight Zone and Picard. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, like the nerds are paying the four bucks a month to get CBS All Access down in the States. So mm. they're going to keep making Star Trek content now forever until that kind of peters out a bit. Yeah. But, and they were showing it on uh, CTV, I think, both those shows. Yeah, we luck out in Canada where we just get to watch it for free on the internet. Which is all uh, kind of weird to me, but good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unexpected. Okay, let's wrap this up. Oh, The um, Gentleman, too. That was good. I, I saw The Gentleman. Oh, that was good, too. Hugh yeah. Grant absolutely killed it. Yeah, I like so. that yeah, he gets to play something different. Oh, yeah. man. He was just... I can't even rave enough about Hugh Grant's performance in most things, but this particular one. Got to see Paddington, too, now, I guess. <laughs> He's very good in Paddington, too. Yeah. So, as per usual, six minutes ago, I tried to wrap this up, and nobody I'm listens sorry. to me. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Never. I get that um, about things. If they come back and you're in Ottawa, be sure to keep an eye out for House of Targ. They might do another pierogi day if they can get the product to sell. They sold out of their wow. takeout pierogies in you know two seconds. Did you get to buy any or We no? got some. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. And I had an existential moment. I didn't even realize Gwen was taking a picture, but it's sad. It's depressing in there. Just everything's <laughs> covered up and... Oh, it's it's rough. She's good at covert pictures of sad oh, Josh. Just, uh, apparently, look you at the, look at the photo and play Charlie Brown music because I, <laughs> I look like I'm just having a breakdown. I'll play the Dig Dug music instead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just pay attention. We're coming back sooner or later. Chat with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of our contact information is on the website. And we'll have good news as soon as we have good news to spread. Yeah, post old photos of the Mayfair if you find those. Anything, anything what are we to do? keep us upbeat. I want to try to start the uh, Mayfair schedule program of trying to get all our old schedules oh, from yeah. the 80s, 90s. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because mm. we don't have them. So I'm going to put the word about that. That'll be a new hobby for us to all do. So. Yeah, it can't be that hard. 
It'll be fine. It's going to be really hard. It's going to be super hard, yeah. It's going to be worth it. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Listen to the scientists. Don't go outside. If you do go outside, stay 10 feet away from each other like we're doing right now. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you soon for Movies at the Mayfair. Yay. Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. I was so shocked at the end when you found out that Picard was one of the Jad Vash. <laughs> you can't even say it right. I love saying it. Jean he was Vosh. one of the Josh Josh. Josh Vash. Los Angeles, 1997. Crime is the number one industry. As bad as things are, they're about to get worse. Much worse. This Thanksgiving, he's in town with a few days to kill. Predator 2. This film is not yet rated. Starts Wednesday at theaters everywhere.